Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday, pretty much the last day that we can marinate in this victory over the Lions before we really got to turn the page and take a look at this matchup with the Chiefs on Sunday night. But man, it's still Victory Tuesday in my world. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to enjoy this as long as I can. Baby, that is the standard. What we saw on Thursday from all three phases, and I know Fox's cameras caught Matt LaFleur talking to his team afterwards. A bit of coach speak, but it's the truth. You done messed up now, kids. You showed us you can do it. Now we expect it every single time. And that's not just the coaches. It's going to be the fans, too. You can't come out there on Sunday night against the Chiefs and lay an egg. You can't come out there and look unmotivated. Can't look sloppy, undisciplined. Uh, show a lack of physicality all the things that we saw popping off our screens on thursday we're expecting it now guys have been building the whole team has been kind of pointing this way right finding their way through that morass of a losing streak now they've won three of four starting to look like a fucking football team gotta keep it week in and week out it's a tough thing to capture and it's a tough thing to maintain but it sure feels like the Packers are heading in the right direction. Hopefully, Sunday night, we see more of the same. Hope you're all doing well out there. Good to see everybody in the comments section mixing it up. Nathan's here. Brandy's here. Of course, Brandy's here. Uncultured Barbarian. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, before I get going, I do want to give a shout-out to our good friends over at Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin. Everyone here at Cheesehead TV is thrilled to once again be partnering with Feeding America, Northeast Wisconsin, along with our friend Charlie Barons in their mission to provide high-quality, healthy food to underserved populations throughout eastern Wisconsin. 2023 has been a challenging year for so many. The cost of food continues to rise, and more and more local Wisconsin families are just scraping by. That's why Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin needs your help to set the table this holiday season. Every dollar donated, just one buck, provides four healthy meals to families in Wisconsin. So join us all this week saying nope to hunger you can find a link to donate in the description of this video please do so it is the holiday season it is the season of giving and today in it itself is giving tuesday anything you can do one dollar that's all i ask people one dollar go down description of this video hit the link if you're listening on the podcast later you can find the link on cheeseheadtv.com one dollar four meals think about it folks really hope you can pitch in and help out Packers fans worldwide, you know you want to help your fellow Wisconsinite Packer fans. Hello, everybody in the comments. So good to see you all. We got Jeff starting us right off with a super chat. What's up, Jeff? Look at the Jets and the mess they have become. You have to give Goody credit. Looks like his timing on 12 was pretty good. You do have to give Goody credit unless you host a daily show, uh, you know, on YouTube that is seen by millions where you have made disparaging comments about Brian Gutekunst and you refuse to acknowledge the fact that you were plainly wrong. Other than that situation, yes, I think you have to give Goody credit. No doubt about it. Joe, what's up, man? Never forget the turducken snub. Never. <laughs> uh, yes, I just had a clip that I put up here on YouTube. If you haven't checked it out yet. Turkey gate. Where's Jordan Love's turkey leg, people? Um, Billy and I covered this extensively on Carry the G Radio. Make sure you check out that excerpt. I don't want to beat that into the ground, although some would say probably too late. Uh, Rick, how are you on Facebook, buddy? 
Matt was actually in good spirits during his latest press conference. Well, yeah, winning helps. And big wins against uh, rivals, especially ones that have owned you in the recent kind of history. Yeah, it's going to put you in a good mood. It's funny how that works. But yes, he was noticeably uh, lighter in tone. No doubt about it. Uh, Larry, well, that is, wow, that is a... uh, that's a comparison there, Larry Peters. DJ Moore body and play style remind me of Sterling. It's a bit rich for my blood, but uh, he is impressive. I'll give you that. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's an impressive player. No doubt about it. <laughs> Joshua, just watching the Bears game. Wait, you didn't watch it live and then purposely went and watched it? Whoo, baby. That's uh, That's something. How can they possibly win any games? They are bad. I thought their defense was active as hell last night. Um, they're tough to watch on offense, no doubt about that. It's crazy how many freaking horizontal passes they have fields throwing. Oh, and then look, when they actually needed it, he threw straight down the field and got him in the field goal range. But yeah, no, I it's yeah, they're they're hard to watch at times. There's no doubt about it. But like I said, I thought their defense played pretty damn well last night. Very opportunistic, no doubt about that. Uncultured, what's going on, buddy? From one 54-year-old weirdo to another 50-year-old weirdo, keep doing what you do. McAfee can go play on 70s playground equipment. (laughs) You guys are hilarious. I do want to say something, and thank you, Uncultured. I do want to say, don't attack Pat, people. Like, if you're out there on the internet, either in a comment section on YouTube, on Twitter, um, I appreciate people who support myself, Cheesehead TV, but let's let it's it doesn't have to be antagonistic. It doesn't. I, I get we have a differing opinion here when it comes to Brian Gutekunst, but I don't bear Pat any ill will, you know. Like it, it let's I've seen some fun stuff at you know Pat's expense or in his direction, which is you know I get that it's fun. That's going to happen. That's the internet. But let, don't attack him like personally. Like at least not in conjunction with whatever he says about me. Like I can handle myself. You know what I mean? So I appreciate the support and I appreciate Packers fans who have reached out about it. And there have been a number of you, but um, yeah, it's, it's not that big a deal. It really isn't. But again, I I appreciate it. Uh, Spencer says it blows my mind how people have jobs strictly because of association with 12. It's like being hired as a head coach. If you once peed in the same bathroom as McVeigh. Well, Spencer, I think uh, when Matt LaFleur was first hired, there were certainly those aspersions cast his way, but I think he's proven to be a pretty damn good coach. Um, Now, yeah, last night watching Getze operate as the offensive coordinator, I understand that you are, there is context here, right? Like, it's frustrating to watch that team on offense, and you start to think, well, Getze only has that job because he had, you know, the gig in Green Bay with Aaron twice. You know, don't ever forget, like he was with Green Bay under Mike and then left for a year to be OC in college and then came back because Aaron liked him. Right. And then, yeah, since he's been in Chicago, it's been tough to watch. But at the same time, he is dealing with, you know, a quarterback who may or may not be it. It's really tough to operate when you're trying to protect a quarterback who maybe has limitations that we on the outside aren't aware of. So I don't want to like, throw too much dirt on uh getsy in that regard 
But, you know, between watching his offense last night and then the Jets' offense the last couple weeks, it's like Getze, Nathaniel Hackett, these guys who clearly have gigs because of Rodgers. I mean, go back to Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo got a head coaching job partly or, you know, in a main part because of his association with Aaron Rodgers. And these guys just aren't hacking it, to coin a phrase and to make a play on Hackett's last name. But, yeah, it's not a good track record. If I'm a you know owner or whoever making these hires, I start looking around and go, who has been associated with Aaron Rodgers, whether they're players or coaches who've gone on to other things or done things post Aaron Rodgers where they've looked competent, let alone good or great? I mean, I'm sure there are got to be a handful that I'm not thinking of right now, but off the top of my head, it's hard to come up with a name. So maybe that stops eventually. Uh, JP, what's up? I do find it funny that people will say Goot was smart for what's happened this year and ignoring how he let 12's reps walk all over him in spring of 2020, 2022. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't understand what one has to do with the other. I mean, public perception and conversation is never going to be of major interest to anybody in personnel at 1265 Lombardi, least of all the general manager. Like, I, I just don't think they care. It's much like, I mean, you learned a lot of that from Ted Thompson, obviously. But, you know, so they're talking. So what? That doesn't affect the job, literally. And that's all they care about. So, yeah, I don't really see how one affects or has much to do with the other. Uncultured. I can't wait to hear what Corey says on transplants about this. Honestly, uncultured, I would, if I had to bet, if I had to wager, and I assume you're talking about Pat's comment, uh, I, I'll bet he doesn't even know. Like He's probably completely oblivious, which is very Corey. Uh, JP again. And I'm not necessarily anti-Goot, but we could have started a new window a year earlier like you and Herman were advocating for in 22. Yeah, but okay. It's real easy for Andy. I, I understand and appreciate the sentiment. However, JP, it's real easy for Andy Herman and I to sit here and advocate for it's time to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I think there were people in the building, possibly maybe even Gutekunst, who would have agreed with that sentiment. However, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, it's a very different conversation than pretty much anybody else on the roster. You know, Brian Gutekunst's purview is the 53-man roster. That is his baby. That is his gig. But Aaron Rodgers is a very special case and a very different type of player, very uh, obvious, I think, exception, where just because Goody may have wanted to move on, he's still answering to Mark Murphy. They're still conversing with Matt LaFleur. Other people are in that conversation because it's Aaron Rodgers. Now, if he had been given the gig that he interviewed for back in the day where, you know, he literally interviewed thinking he was going to be the head of football. And then when he got the job, it was, well, no, actually, you're going to be on the same plane as the coach and the cap guy. And you're all going to report to me. It was a major shift. It's not how Ron operated. It wasn't how Ted operated. But it's now how Gutekunst has to operate. That Those are just the facts, you know. So when it comes to Aaron, Mark Murphy was always going to have a say. Matt LaFleur was always going to have a say. And I'm not saying that, like, I know this, but this is my suspicion that I think there's a chance that 
Goody or some other folks in the building probably broached the idea of moving on in 22. But there are other factors at play. And the biggest one, and this is something that, you know, you can't completely dismiss. The biggest part of this is Aaron and the timing, his people knowing Jordan Love wasn't ready. The Packers probably knew Jordan Love wasn't ready. Aaron and his people knew that Jordan Love wasn't ready. That made them, you know, in the, put them in the catbird seat. It's why they could drive a hard bargain and why we got that contract, which thankfully will be out from under starting next year. But, you know, there are just there are levels here, man. It's like people keep saying this, and I saw it all weekend after the drama around, you know, the Goody thing and the Joe Douglas thing and people, oh, and there the are people in my mentions are rehashing the past. And it's like, it's not black and white. You know, we can say these things out here. And like, I believed very strongly that it was time at that moment. Like, but you got to understand there are lots of different things at play. That's all. You know, it's, it's, it's not really that cut and dry, which it was. If that had been Ted or Ron, they would have had the ability to do exactly that. But uh, we were, we were post that era at 1265. Brother Love, what's up? Last night was a shit show on both teams. Gives me hope for our possible playoff chances if they continue to play at a higher level. Team is rising. I mean, yeah, they're headed in the right direction over the course of the last month or so, right? Got to keep it up. That's what the whole kind of title of this video is about. That's the standard. What we saw on Thursday was the standard that has now been set and should be expected every week. Now, that's real easy for me to say into this microphone right now. It's a lot harder to make it happen. But yes, 1 billion percent. Uh, John, what's up, man? Odds NBC ignores Biles like Fox, quote, forgot Turkey. Oh, I doubt it. I mean, who knows, too? There's probably, you know, conversation with her reps. And if she doesn't want to be shown, they probably won't show her, right? Um, but, you know, I, I hope she's there. I hope. Taylor Swift is there. I hope it's a whole event. I hope it's a whole scene, a vibe, what have you. Um, mostly because I'll be in town. I get to soak it in. Can't wait. <laughs> Aaron. See, Aaron Picard knows. Corey probably agreeing with Pat, at least about nags. Bingo. Exactly. Don Vito, what's up, man? Heavy zero blitz incoming in Sunday night. You know, I'm fascinated to see what kind of approach Spagnola takes. You know, because we all saw that first game Jordan started, uh, they were merciless. I mean, unrelenting with the pressure that they sent. And kudos to Matt on Monday when asked about that game. And, you know, he put it all on himself and not in his traditional, like, that starts with me kind of brushing off the question. He very clearly, to my eyes, regrets not changing the game plan leading into that game. Like he even said, like, you know, we got the news on Wednesday. We had the opportunity. We could have maybe not ripped up the game plan, but could have really steered things in a different direction. Instead, we dropped Jordan into what the plan already was, tried to make it work. Clearly a disaster. Didn't have much of anything resembling an answer for him when it came to all that heavy pressure he faced. I would really, I really appreciated Matt saying that publicly like because I, I you know i don't think the people who hate on jordan love are probably going to look at that or hear it or 
you know, even pay it much attention if they do. But it's good to have that out there. You know, I mean, Jordan, people forget. People remember that game because of all the pressure and like it was really kind of hard to watch at times. You go back and watch it. Jordan did not play poorly. Like given the circumstances. You can like especially the stuff coming out of their own end zone deep in their own end. He played shockingly well comparative to how it felt while you were watching it live. Because I remember thinking, oh, God, this is a disaster. You go back and watch it, and he handled shit pretty damn well, considering what he had to work with. Mario, what's up, man? The most underrated aspect of Jordan Love's game is probably his running ability. But I want to say for this Sunday's game, Chris Jones is probably the guy to watch out for. Uh, you think? <laughs> yeah, Chris Jones is a problem. I mean, look, uh, they play a pretty damn solid brand of defense, and they're pretty good at all three levels. But Chris Jones is where it all begins and is the biggest issue. There's zero doubt about it. I mean, you it's a very different kind of beast, right, comparative to Aiden Hutchinson. Like, they have got to have a plan every single down for this cat. Uh, or, you know, we've seen earlier this year how one premier defender can wreck your game they didn't let Hutchinson do it on Thanksgiving. You got to keep that up against Jones, who, again, is a very different animal. It's I, I do not envy whoever or whatever they put in front of him because, uh, yeah, he's a major, major issue. Lambo Leo, what's going on, man? ESPN 30 for 30, where is the Packers turkey? Coming to a streaming service near you. <laughs> Hindsight is always 2020. Looking back, it's still a bit fuzzy. Mega death. <laughs> Nathan, that's good. Ooh, Brandy. What a chat. Run the table vibes. Okay. Slow down. Slow down. I, I like the optimism. I, I like the idea. Well, let's beat the Chiefs. Let's just beat the Chiefs. Joe, thanks, man. Will Jones line up between Myers and Runyon? Sometimes. Sometimes they'll put them out on the edge, but I got to think, yes, that's where probably you're, if you're Spagnola and you're trying to take advantage of things, you would think I'd line them up along the interior and let them wreck shop. You know, hell, the Packers have had issues with like much lesser known and uh, much less kind of quality players along the defensive front. You know, along the interior than Chris Jones. So, yeah, I won't billion percent let it. If I'm Magnola, I let him get after it along the interior all day long. Dennis, what's up, man? Let's decide this Swift versus Biles comp where it belongs on the uneven bars. <laughs> Dennis, you wouldn't possibly be on one side or the other in this, would you? <laughs> I like it. Oh, Soder, what a chat. How many MVS drops? Oh, Buddy, could you imagine if that drop he had the other night, a couple like two weeks ago, had happened in Lambo? Oh my God. Oh my God. Jocelyn, what's up? The first play shot represents the kind of you mentality this team frustratingly often lacks in all three phases. Loved seeing it Thursday. I got to agree. You know, what's interesting to me, and I do wonder if that's kind of a watershed moment format with this team i'm not saying for the rest of his tenure or anything but like for this year in 2023 because of the way he expressed 
like pretty significant regret for the way he end, handled the end of the Chargers game. I mean, he, he clearly kind of hated himself right away after the game when he was asked about it, right? So conservative, really buttoning, buttoning it up. And at the time, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. It's a young team. He doesn't want any mistakes, blah, blah, blah. But then they come out in the next game and take that shot and then continue to stay aggressive throughout that game. I mean, Olsen touched on it during the broadcast. You know, they, at some point, like in the second quarter, they had had like three third down attempts, you know, because they kept picking up chunk yardage, you know, and not basically having a third down to deal with. And I do think there might be something to Matt making the decision. All right, you know what? We're going to get on the front foot for a change. I mean, hell, he took the damn kick. He never does that. You know, he always defers. I mean, almost every single time as the head coach of the Packers, he defers. But on this occasion, I mean, he was Hasselbeck, but he came through. He wanted the ball and he was going to score. You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is the kind of the fulcrum on which it swings, right? And it helps that guys are playing well. It helps that they're consistently doing what they're asked to do. You know, I mean, you go back to October, probably can't be as aggressive because God knows somebody's messing up on every play. So it makes it a little harder to be aggressive. But now you got a, a machine maybe that's starting to hum a little bit on offense. Okay, yeah, let's press the gas a little bit. Here's hoping, man. Here is hoping. <laughs> Ray, Cowboys had turkey at their game. Everyone had turkey at their game except the Packers. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, Aaron Jones plays Sunday nags. Mike, uh, way too early to tell. I know he participated in stretch yesterday and then uh, did not join the team when they went out to the practice field. I would be surprised. MCL, usually that's at least two weeks. Um, never say never. But I'll be surprised. We'll get probably a better idea starting tomorrow when they get back out on the practice field. But right now, I doubt it. I very, very much doubt it. <laughs> Most hated. Did anyone bring up the 50-year-old weird guy yet? Yes, yes. It was covered extensively at the start of the stream. Mm. What is your favorite Rodgers-era playoff win besides the Super Bowl? 2016 Divisional at Dallas was something special. Spencer, what was crazy about that game is I was there and I was covering it. And it's the one of two times I've ever been told to shut up in the press box. <laughs> Just couldn't hold it in. Uh, but yeah, that was it's hard to beat. I mean, being there was pretty awesome. I will say I, I'll never forget the Atlanta game, obviously. You know, that's really when Rodgers became like superhuman. Um, but yeah, man, they're they're all great. The ones they won anyway. <laughs> We'll forget about the ones they lost. Uh, if the pack runs the table this year, they're winning the Super Bowl within the next two years. Okay, Chris, I like where your head's at. Uh, I mean, look, let's again, let's just beat the Chiefs. That's all I want. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Don't forget, carry the G Club members here on YouTube and Patreon members. Happy hour 
at the top of the hour. I'll see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. The rest of you, please do hit like, hit subscribe. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.